What's up, BJs? We are now deep in the Sunday sesh. And we're just starting, something like that. Man, that music. The Discord music really pumps me up. <laughs> well, you guys, welcome to the second Sunday sesh. It's a slow process, I know. Eventually, we're going to get you all here. I'm going to keep sending out the invites, keep sending out the, uh, the Discord notifications, keep producing the BJs for you guys, and hopefully for some new people who are excited about baldism and bald Jesus. Okay, so today, I want to talk about something pretty simple, pretty easy. We all know it. You're here, so you know it. And that is, bald Jesus is your bro. So what the fuck does that mean when we say B-J-I-Y-B, bijib, 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 bijibus? Uh, when we say bald Jesus is your bro, what exactly are we talking about? Well, that's what I'm about to explain to you. You may already know this, but have you ever had someone in your life that you always knew they had your back? Someone that when you're in trouble, you knew you could call them? Someone that, you know, when there was a hot girl that you were both looking at and they were like, man, she kind of likes my friend, so I'm not going to make the move. You know, the person that has your back, you know, even though maybe they could have made the move or, you know, in all kinds of situations we have that, like, you know, you need 20 bucks and you don't have a way to pay it back. And they hand it to you and say, get, get it back to me when you can. So someone that always has your back, someone that always has your best interests in mind, someone that wants you to be your best self. Have you ever had a person like that? You know, your mom, maybe, or your dad, or your brother, or your sister, uh, or your best friend, your bro. Like, that's the meaning of a bro, right? Someone that always has your back in the best possible way. And that's what bald Jesus is your bro is actually saying. But it goes a little deeper than that. So it gets kind of a little bit tricky, but not really tricky because this is baldism. So we, <laughs> we keep it really simple. We got one commandment. Don't be a dick. That's it. And the rest is just, you know, stuff to help you understand how you cannot be a dick, essentially. All right. So bald Jesus is your bro. So that person that is being your bro, the person like in real life, they are embodying the bald Jesus essence. So they are being bald Jesus. And every one of us is a bald Jesus when we're being that person, when we're being someone who has someone else's back, when we're being someone who, you know, has someone else's best interests in mind, when... When somebody, you know, I was at the swap meet earlier today because I like to do that because I have a little bit of a collecting problem. And so the best way to solve a collecting problem is to have a distribution problem as well. So I like to collect and I like to distribute. <laughs> and this is, you know, I see this all the time. Like often people will come, they'll see something, they'll be like, oh my God, this is a great deal. And they'll buy it. And that's the way that that business works. They're like, okay, I can sell this for three times as much. But every once in a while, somebody comes and they've just got such heavy duty, like massive bald Jesus energy, right? And so today there's this dude, Luke, and he comes up and he's just like, he's like, oh man, how much do you want for this book? And I was like, oh, you know, three bucks. And he's like, great, man, I'd like it. And then he walks away and then he comes back and he's like, hey, you know what? You gave me a great price on that book. And I just want to show you for the future that you can use this app and you can actually look up how much the book is going to sell for. And, you know, I appreciate the book and, and that, you you know, you sold it to me for a price. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. And he's like, but you can you can do this. And, you know, I knew that stuff. 
Like I have an app that does that. But the fact that this guy came back and like wanted to like embody that, that was like bald Jesus energy. That was super cool. Bald Jesus energy. And I really appreciated this guy. Um, yeah. So that's what it is. Your bro actually is bald Jesus. You're actually bald Jesus. When you're being a bro, when you're being a loving parent, when you're being an awesome person, you're actually like taking that bald Jesus energy and manifesting it within yourself. And so are your friends and your bros. Okay. So when we say bald Jesus is your bro, you know, we're not talking about crypto bros. We're not talking about Silicon Valley startup bros. We're not talking about, you know, high five and let's treat women like shit bros. We're talking about like people being the best versions of themselves, right? That's what it is to be a bald Jesus bro, to be a BJ, right? (laughs) Who doesn't love a BJ, (laughs) right? So BJ is your bro. It is what it is, but that is what it is. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about with you guys. Second, this is the Sunday sesh. I'm CD Demisio. I'm here to talk to you about baldism and bald Jesus to answer your questions. If you have any, to be here, to be present, to let you know that I am witnessing for (laughs) witnessing might be the wrong word. Um, we just we recently had a thing about cults on uh, Vagabond Magazine's VMGM, and uh, you know we're talking about the Jehovah's Witnesses and people that get trapped in that and how some of them get out. So let's not say witnessing, but I am representing for bald Jesus. I'm I'm here today to answer your questions, and you know, full disclosure, I'm frequently, often a dick, much less than I used to be, but. I'm human, so it still happens. And if you're a dick sometimes, that's okay. You know, the fact that you're aware that you're a dick is probably puts you in in this super high echelon of like self-aware people because the worst dicks out there, they have no clue that they're actually being dicks. They have no self-awareness about the fact that they are dicks. So if you're like, oh my God, I just acted like a dick. Fucking Awesome. You're winning. You're you're making a better version of yourself just by that process, by recognizing that you were a dick and deciding next time I don't want to do that or how can I make up for that or, you know, how can I prevent that situation from happening again? That's it. You're not going to be perfect. If you are, fucking awesome. Love it. I've kind of given up on myself being perfect because I recognize I'm a fundamentally flawed human being. I'm a dick frequently, um, not frequently, but once in a while it just happens. And, you know, I try to be better every day. I try to be less of a dick every day. And if one day to the next, I'm less of a dick than I was the day before, then I am winning. And that's the kind of winning I want for you too. I do. I actually want you to win because you know what by you winning and being less of a dick you'll be a happier person you'll be a better person and guess what my world will be better too because there will be one less person acting like a dick in it that's how we all win man we all win by having a world where people don't act like dicks and that's the power of this message okay so last week i went into a little bit how can you recognize if you're being a dick how do you know well I'm going to touch on this again. If, if you're interested, you can go back and listen to that 17 minutes from last week, which, by the way, in these sessions, I do try to keep my talking down below 20 minutes. So how do you recognize that you're being a dick? 
you know, man, you know, like when you're being a dick, you know it. And you might deny it. You might try to fool yourself. You might delude yourself. But if you look inside, if you like touch inside, we all have a little, a little like spinning compass that exists within us. Not literally, right? Unless you swallowed one, but you know, metaphorically, we have a little spinning compass. And if you did swallow one, that's fucking awesome. And hopefully it like helps you to you know, find the right direction. But this little compass that we metaphorically have inside of us, that's kind of fucking awesome too, in a, in a whole different way, because what that little compass does, Muslims call it fitra, the fitra, right? And the fitra actually like is, it like guides you, right? It puts you on the path, the path towards God. You know, the Buddhists would say towards Godhood and the Muslims would say towards submission to God. So the fitra it's in you. It's already there. Every religion recognizes that you have this moral compass. And I've met some people who don't believe that it exists. They think like, you know, the selfish gene kind of thing, you know, Richard Dawkins. But in fact, if you look, if you spend time meditating, if you spend time looking within yourself, if you spend time becoming present and self-aware, what you'll see is that you do have this compass and it tells you all kinds of fucking things. Like, check this out. Half an hour ago. So somebody gave me this bag of meat snacks, <laughs> which, which this fucking sucks. It's something that I would never buy in the store because I would never want to eat fucking like Takis meat snacks. But somebody was like, oh, hey, uh, here, you know, would you like these? And I was like, not really. And they're like, oh, please just take them. And so I took them. I brought them home. Uh, they're tasty. They're like a, a snack and a treat. Right. So. First of all, I didn't listen to my fifth row when it was like, you know what? Just give those away to somebody else. Do so. <laughs> I didn't listen. And so I brought them home. And I know what happens when I bring unhealthy snacks home. I eat that shit. Um, I definitely eat that shit. When I bring unhealthy shit in my house, it gets eaten by me. So anyway, I brought these talkie snacks in. And that wasn't even the fifth row moment that I was going to tell you guys about. The, the fifth row moment I was going to tell you about is about 20 minutes ago. I was like, I was like, okay, before we do the Sunday session. I'd like to have a little snack. And so I was like, okay, I'll have one of these talkies meat snacks. So I reached in the bag and I started to grab two of them. And I just heard loud and clear. The voice was like, why don't you just take one? <laughs> why, why do you got to take two? And so I paused and I said, yeah, why do I got to take one? And, or take two. So I took one, I ate it. Then I took another one and I ate that one too. But <laughs> so I failed. I was a dick to my body in that sense. So I did eat two and I didn't listen to my inner compass, but I heard it. I heard it. And now I recognize because a little, little bit after that, I started feeling like my stomach a little upset. And I was like, fuck, I really should have listened to myself when it was like, when I was like, eat one, why not just take one? Or when I was like, oh, don't bring those into your house. The little voice right now is saying, uh, hey, take that shit out and get rid of it. But I don't know, man. I grew up in some poverty, and uh, so I got a, a little bit of a thing about wasting food. You know, with government cheese and powdered milk, like worst fucking tasting shit you ever had. And uh, we had that stuff, and we did not waste a bit of it. <laughs> so, so I've got this little thing. It's a little mental block, and uh, I could probably need to work through that. You see, you guys, I am so far from perfect. I am so fundamentally flawed, and that's why it's important just to reiterate this, that in baldism, 
you are your own prophet. You are your own Messiah. You are your own voice. You listen to yourself. Don't listen to me. I mean, if I can help you, that's great. That's what I want to be here for. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to help you. I want to be able to help you have a healthier, happier life. I want to help you to be less of a dick, right? Because I'm selfish and I want my world to be filled with less dicks. <laughs> not, you know, less people being dicks. Let's just say that. I'm not like against dicks, but let's say less people being dicks in the world would be a, a whole thing that would be great for all of us. So listen to that, but... Every religion has failed, in my opinion, by putting people up on the pulpit and then giving those people godlike powers or like divine connections or special abilities to, you know, communicate with God or to be the intermediary of God with you, with you. There is no intermediary. Okay. There is zero intermediary. There's nobody else that stands between you and the divine. Yeah. It's just you. And that's why books like the Quran said, read, you know, and then people immediately said, I don't want to read. I'll just listen to this guy that's telling me what. And the guy that's telling him what was like, oh, hey, guess what? Yeah, you should uh, bring me a bucket of apples and let me have your sister because, you know, I'm helping you. That's how that shit happens. So stop listening to outside sources. <laughs> All right, you guys, I was hoping that my friend was going to come in here today, but I think the time change kind of fucked it up. We don't change our time in Hawaii. So when I say 3 p.m. HST, it's exactly 3 p.m. HST. When I say 7 a.m. HST, 7 a.m., it doesn't change to 8 a.m. It doesn't change to 6 a.m. It's just 7 a.m. We don't change our clocks ever. And that's the way it should be because it's a clock. So why the fuck are you changing your clocks? Stop changing your clocks, America. Looking at you. All right, so... We're just going to look at the, the holy bijibble, the bijibble, as my cousin likes to call it. And we're going to look at the very beginning. Because in the beginning, as you all may know, there was nothing. Nothing. There was no light, no matter, no hair. The universe was bald. Bald like a motherfucker. That was the universe. Okay, I added that last little part into the bijibble. But going back to the text... It says, from nothing came something, and from something came something else, until there were all kinds of things. And now I'm going to add a little bit here. There was so much shit everywhere. Look around your house. See all that shit? That didn't exist at the beginning of the universe. Look in your pockets. I bet you got all kinds of shit in your pocket. If you're a lady, you got a purse. I bet there's all kinds of crazy shit in your purse. How many of you ladies out there got a gun in your purse? Well, there were no guns at the beginning of the universe. <laughs> so, so, I'm just telling you, all this stuff... It all came from nothing. And that's that's just science, you know? That's just science and fact. It all came from nothing, and that's amazing, you know? Really sit down and think about that. Like, if you put everything that's you into a garbage bag, right? Imagine you have the biggest garbage bag in the universe, and you put everything that's you in it, all your emotions, your feelings, you know, your half-pack of gum, your hard drive that you don't use anymore your old phone from 1998 you know you put all the stuff in a bag everything your emotions your hair your fingernails your bones everything goes into the bag and you seal it up and you close that bag up and it's got everything every memory every experience everything you ever touched seen thought heard tasted smelled all of it's in there and you close that bag up and you're just holding that bag waiting for the garbage man to come collect it but guess what you're still there you're still on the outside holding the bag what the fuck? 
That's it, man. You are still there. That's the real you. That's the you that we're looking at. That's the you that knows when you're being a dick and tells you, hey, you're being a dick. That one that's sitting there holding the garbage bag, waiting for the garbage man to come so you can throw away all that other stuff and get rid of it. And the truth is, all that other stuff, you can get rid of it. So, it's a little diversion. You know, that was uh, Holy holy Bajible. What what chapter was that? That was the, the first chapter, the Genesis block. And what I read to you was just uh, Genesis 1 through 4. But I'm going to read you number 5 through 7 too because it's kind of cool. In the same way, there was no blockchain. There was no Bitcoin. And then there were Bitcoin. And then there were shit coins. And then there were all kinds of other coins and tokens and NFTs. And from nothing came something and then came something else. And the past is this chain that binds the reality of the present and leads to an uncertain future. And just like nobody knows who bald Jesus is, except now you do because you know that bald Jesus is your bro and your bro is bald Jesus and you're bald Jesus. So no one knows who bald Jesus is until they know. And no one knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is until they know. And no one knows who God is, right? So God is Satoshi Nakamoto is bald Jesus is your bro is you. But we know that Satoshi Nakamoto existed. We know that bald Jesus exists in some form because there's Bitcoin and there's universe and there's baldism and your bro exists somewhere. We know that God exists too because in some form there is all this stuff, right? There's the universe and everything in it and it came from nothing and that's pretty amazing. So moving on, Genesis 12, God is, blockchain is, the universe is is a blockchain and God is a cryptographer. Now this is super cool because if you think about it, every event that piles onto every other event is actually made up of all the events that happened before merged into it. And that's just how a blockchain works. So if you don't know shit about blockchain, the way the blockchain work is they take a bunch of data, right? Like all the numbers out of a ledger book, we can say for a simple example, takes all of that stuff and it encodes it. So it encodes all that stuff and then you get new stuff. And so it creates a new block of new stuff and then it merges those two blocks together and encodes that again. So it's like links on a chain and every link is dependent on all the links that came before it. And there's no way to read the links that came before it unless you can read the links that are appearing now. And it's pretty cool. So each transaction is hashed into the next transaction And that which came before is a part of that which is never ending, eternal. And the internal proof is the external proof. And the eternal proof is baked into the infinite universe. The proof of work, pow, is all around us. Pow. Reality. Our proof of stake validates the soul-bound tokens of our cryptographically unique meaning and purpose. That's as far as we're going to go on that, you guys. Cryptographically staked meaning and purpose. It's about 20 minutes here. So we're going to keep doing these Sunday sesh every week. If I can, if I'm able, I will be here. I'll let you guys know about them in the Discord. I hope that you'll come and join me on the stage. You'll have questions. You'll talk about your own experience. Talk about your own your own bald Jesus experience. Talk about the way that baldism has affected your life. Or tell us what a crock of shit you think it is. Because maybe that's what you think, and that's valid too. So 
That's what we do. And that's how we do it. That's who we are. You, my friends, are BJs. You're bald Jesuses. Bald Jesai? Bald Jesai. I bald Jesus? You bald Jesai. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. I'm not even stoned. I'm just high. I'm BJ. Bald Jesus is your bro. I'll see you wherever I see you. Aloha.